0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in and checking in on us again today. We are sitting next to this beautiful river. It is the Tigert Valley River, and I'm speaking with George Stewart, and we are in Fairmont, West Virginia. So,
1: George, welcome to the show. Thank you very much.
0: You know, I just met George this afternoon, and we were discussing something that we found— that we have in common. George, tell everybody what it is you and I have in common.
1: Well, we love the country and I traveled over approximately 30 states in the uh, summer between the time I graduated from high school and going to college.
0: And it was a really interesting conversation, George, because You know, we're doing 50 states in 90 days, and this is our 42nd state, so we only have eight more states to go. We return on August 1st, which is the one-year anniversary of my show, so that's really exciting.
1: That's wonderful.
0: And you were, of course, automatically telling me stories of things that happened to you and your friend and kind of why and how you took this journey. Would you like to share that with us today?
1: yes I'd be glad to a friend of mine and I we were uh, school kids and uh, young kids growing up in the same neighborhood Uh, his father was a baby doctor who had delivered me and we grew up until we went on to school and graduated from from high school before we started high school we had made a pack we were like brothers and we had made a pack that when we graduated from high school before we kind of parted and he went to one university and I went to another, that we'd we'd take a trip all over the country and we would enjoy the summer between those those times. So we saved our money for approximately four years and we took a Volkswagen bus and this would have been around, this would have been in 1967 when the Vietnam War was going on and there was a lot of things going on at that time such as uh, demonstrations and what have you of, the war against the war but we took off from Fairmont and we went across the country and we had mapped out a route in which we could made visit all the major uh, parks national parks and visit a lot of relatives along the way and we went clear across the country to California we got to California where his brother was doing his residency in Berkeley and stayed with him approximately two weeks in San Francisco. And we enjoyed going down to uh, Haight-Asbury Park, as they they knew it at that time. And it was considered a love-in area where you saw a lot of hippies because that was the hippie era. And there were demonstrations, of course, obviously against the Vietnam War at that time as well. And sometimes you'd see peaceful demonstrations, and sometimes you would see demonstrations that would obviously require the police to come out and try to get things back under control. So it was new to us because we're from a little town in West Virginia, and uh, we were getting a lot of exposure to things that we weren't used to in the area. And uh, from there, we traveled on down to uh, the border of Tijuana, and uh, we couldn't go into Tijuana because my friend was just a little younger than you were allowed to be in order to get in there. So we came back up through San Diego to visit the Salk Institute where I had a cousin who worked there and she toured, we toured through there and then, um, continued on up through some of the, um, states on the West coast, um, until we got to Canada and went to the Canadian border and we, uh, traveled across the trans Canadian highway, which was, um, pretty boring in a lot of the, in a sense, because it was just a wooded area on both sides of the highway. But we traveled all the way back across the Trans-Canadian Highway, came to Montreal, and where they had Expo 67 going on at that time. And we uh, visited the fair and uh, spent about a week up there, and came back down through New York and uh, didn't really visit anything in New York, just uh, went through to New York and then came back and, and we ended up back in West Virginia approximately two months later.
0: What, when you think back now, and I have to tell you, my hands are shaking a little because um, everybody, just so you know, what did I do in West Virginia that I've never done before? Because that's the goal, right? I attempted to wakeboard behind... Uh, Debbie's beautiful boat we're staying with Debbie and George is Debbie's friend and Debbie took us out on her boat today and um that her daughter took us out again later tonight and my hands my arms are just like fish right now so I'm just shaking if you, if you want to know why it's from attempting to wakeboard there's a video up on my YouTube channel so you can check that out there I'm sure it's very attractive <laughs> like some of my other ones but that's okay so anyway um when you think back to this trip and this adventure that you went on, what is your first initial feeling
1: well it was it was the feeling was really really getting out being that young, just out of high school, and you know our parents giving us that latitude to be and and, and trust to be able to go out on our own and travel the country by ourselves, knowing full well that they could always you know rely on the parent the uh, relatives along the way to watch out for us but uh, we enjoyed you know everything we did as far as getting used to knowing the national parks it was it was a great feeling to be able to learn more about our country in all the national parks met a lot of wonderful people along the way
0: how about women be honest
1: well there are always women everywhere you go so, obviously, we ran into some very nice ladies along the way, too. But we had, some, re- we had some, some, fortunately, we had some nice times that, you know, we'll never forget. We had some trying times that we won't forget, and I can share one with you regarding the Grand Canyon. We had decided we were going go to go down the Grand, in the bottom of the Grand Canyon, and we were going to go with four other gentlemen that were from originally Illinois. And so the six of us decided we would take a longer trail. Um, they had two of them, Bright Angel and Kaibab, and we took the Kaibab, which is the longer trail. And we got down there within a half a day, walked all the way down. It was about 12 miles long. And we took a, a, uh, took a little water with us, got down there, had lunch, and we came back out in the middle of the day. And at that time, the weather was extremely hot. And the temperature that day was 120 degrees, and we got up about three fourths of the way, where the other men that we were, well, the other gentlemen that I was with, were really, really having a hard time making it up to the top. So I proceeded to leave these guys down there and go ahead and and try to get to the top, so that I could go get help, and that way they could go, they could the the uh, rangers could go back down and try to get them, give them help to get back up too because they were pretty dehydrated. So I uh, proceeded to go up and try to find help from the rangers, uh, stay at the ranger station and um, they acted as if they were really pretty busy so I took some water back down to them and some other people had come along and had helped them as well. And um, they came. We all got out of there, and we were fortunate to have, 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 have lived through it because we were so dehydrated. And I thought, really, that was one of the one time that was one time out of my life that I thought I just really was going to die. And and the, the 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 worst part of it was is that my friend and I looked at each other after we got back in the Volkswagen camper, and we were heading down the road, and he and I had gotten uh, had thought. And looked at each other for a minute and we both realized we had left our camera in the bottom of the canyon and all those pictures that we had taken along the way we would never go we're never going to get them because we weren't going back after that camera so we ended up we ended up not uh, we ended up not getting the camera or all those memories and another another wonderful memory that i had was uh uh going to san francisco where uh we his brother was doing his internship at Berkeley. And then, after we got out of, we came back after the vacation was over, came to find out uh, his brother uh, was going to appear in a new movie that was coming out at that time that Steve McQueen was starring in called Bullet. And his, uh, my friend's brother, was going to be in the surgical scene. And we kind of wondered how we were going to be able to tell which one was him. And he said that he would have about 20 words to say during the surgery, but that we could tell who he would be because of the curls coming out from underneath of the skull cap that he would be wearing. And sure enough, I bet I've seen the show probably, I've seen the movie probably 20 times and I know exactly which one is Tommy. So it it was, it was interesting to know that we, you know, got a chance to visit all that. At that time, you know, being out in California and in the San Francisco area, especially in all the demonstrations and all the Vietnam era that at that time was going on, the war was was not the the public was not in favor of that war. uh, And all the demonstrations we saw and what have you. That's that's something that you only see once in a lifetime. And those are things that, you know, I'll never forget in that trip. Uh, that trip was well worth it and i will never forget the times we had that summer
0: what kind of advice do you have for me and my crew as we come to the final eight states of our trip
1: well if you plan ahead and you kind of know where you're headed um you know just uh you know just be careful where you go and uh, you you probably understood the number of states you've already you've already traveled some of the experiences you've run into and maybe what to expect or or you know and don't want to expect Um, but you know just to be safe and uh... you know stay out of harm's way and enjoy all the all the beautiful scenery and all of the things that you can see in our in our great country and every state has different things that they're known for and uh... I think it's, you know, there's a lot to be had right here in this country that we can see that uh, you don't have to go out of the country to look for. And, and I, I would recommend anybody to do that if they can.
0: Awesome. I plan to keep on trucking on. I just want to thank Debbie again for having us. Oh, you are welcome, Lynette. I hope you've enjoyed your experiences behind the boat and on the water and with our family. I absolutely have. It's been so amazing, and I'm so thankful that Jan connected us and that she came down and met us here. So really great to see my friend Jan. And happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday to her son, Adam. (laughs) Yeah, happy 18th birthday to Adam. So that's it, everybody. Uh, I'm just sitting here on a beautiful balcony over looking an amazing river, and uh, that's it. Coming at you live from the Tigert Valley River. Remember, you motivate me. I'm Lynette Ronda. Visit our website, MotivateMePodcast.com for links to all of our social media, for our Motivate Me YouTube channel where we're posting video of our trip and for an application to be on the show. There is also Motivate Me merchandise on our site as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more to our road trip if you so desire. There are 191 episodes in season one, and season two is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air, and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey, and let us motivate you to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you. And the world keeps turning and I just keep-